This is Game Level Learn, a podcast for parents, students, teachers, school administrators, professors, and anyone else interested in game-based learning and gamification in education from kindergarten to adulthood. Join us as we discuss card games, board games, tabletop role-playing games, and video games, and how those games and their mechanics can be used to transform teaching and learning. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of Game Level Learn. Today's episode is Leveling. I'm Tracy Wozenegger, and I'm joined, as always, by... John Cassie. Hi, Tracy. I wanted a, li- I wanted a little more enthusiasm. Oh. John Cassie. Ah, that's better. Your friend in <laughs> California. <laughs> um, yeah, it is a normal time of the day for me. Um, it's not a normal time of the day for John. No. So it's early in the morning for him. Yeah. So that's why he sounds a little bit less enthusiastic than me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a perfectly normal time of day when we're working. Correct. But we, but are, we are on still break. on winter break. Right. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We are recording this on the last day of our of our shared winter break. Uh, and so it's super early. Uh, but, you know, because we're in different time zones and, you know, I, I can I can cope with recording earlier than I think Tracy would want to be recording at, say, 11 o'clock at night. Correct. Right. That is correct. <clears throat> so so we're here. So we're, oh, yeah. Go. Sorry, no, go ahead. No, go. I was going to say, we're in episode seven. Yeah. Today, we're going to talk about leveling. Yep. So we've decided we're going to break the episode into two parts. Right. We're going to start by talking about character leveling, so how you can level um, player characters up right. through... Um, a unit or a campaign. Right. And then we're going to talk a little bit about leveling up content. Right. Um, as, as your players are playing through the content. Right. Of the, of the game. Right. Of the, the campaign or the class. Right. Because you can really think about this in sort of two perspectives, right? Your, your learners are going to level um, by means of what they do, right? Right. Uh, and by what they what they learn, right? Or you can take your content and you could think about it from a very sort of granular one second at a time, tick, 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 tick kind of perspective, right? And um, Tracy's sense is that she's got some wisdom and perspective on the character side of this. And I have done content leveling in work that I've done in the past. So I was going to share a little bit of uh, kind of backstory and a little bit of history about what that was like, you know, right. what went well, what didn't go so well. And so the hope is that by the end of the episode, you've got some strategies that you could use to approach it from within the learner, sort of intrinsic to the learner, this kind of character leveling, or extrinsic to the learner, uh, you know, level your content. Either way, the hope is that the, that the player slash learner gets a very similar kind of experience. It's just really... How do you, as the lesson designer, want to kind of come at the experience? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, exactly. Uh, so, character leveling. Trace, take us. Take, so take us out. So, character leveling. Um, so, I think before, and I know we talked about this before, but I think it's been a couple of episodes ago. I just want to remind everybody. I think it's really important that when we design our characters for the for the class or the lesson that we're making sure that the skills that they have reflect the skills that we want them 
to come out of the unit with. Right. Right. We want to, we want to make sure we do a little backwards design and make sure that they're leveling the skills we we actually care about. Right. 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 I mean, if I'm if I'm doing a chemistry unit, I don't really care. Maybe I do. But if the if the point of my unit is for them to be good at conversions and doing stoichiometry, I probably don't care so much about a charisma score. Right. right. Unless one of my goals is, you know, oral presentations or talking to others about your ideas, right? Then maybe I do care about a charisma score. Right. Um, so we're going to just talk today, I think, with the assumption that the skills that you have on your character sheets match the skills that that you are trying to teach to for the unit. Right. If, um, if you if you think about past content that we've that we've issued, right? You think about character skill creation. Right. To your point, if you have thoughtfully backwards designed what you're doing, which you ought to do, correct. Then then what skills you need should be self-evident and what skills right. you don't need should be self-evident. Right. If the chemistry you're doing is more abstract and is more mathematically based, you may not even care about lab equipment. Right. Right. I might care about, you know, calculator skills right. and showing work, things right. like that. Right. Right. Yeah. Writing a lab report or right. or whatever. And vice versa, if it's really a very intense hands-on experience, right, you might care a lot less about uh, what we might call uh, intelligence and a lot more about what we might call dexterity, right? Excellent point. Yes, right. so, excellent. Yep. So, so, again, po- po- folks, this is, this is not news to you because we say it every episode. Right. Be thoughtful about what your end goal is and design backwards from that. And if you do, your lesson has a shot. We all know that, right. that, that right. every lesson thoughtfully designed could still not work but one that isn't thoughtfully designed good luck with that die roll friends yeah 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 Yeah. kids might have fun right but they're not gonna learn anything might have fun but they might not learn anything yeah right yeah um so yeah i just just a reminder of you know we're being thoughtful about what skills so for me character leveling um is sort of i sort of think of it as in two categories two branches um, and I definitely favor one branch over the other. So maybe John will help balance me out here on this one. But so I always think of character le- leveling as you can um, level your character by earning experience points. Um, so this is a common way to level your character in Dungeons and Dragons. If you get 3,000 experience points, you move from level one to level two. So you would want to think about what in your in your unit, in your lessons, what earns characters' experience points that they can then use to level up um, to the next level. Um, Also, some games, um, video games in particular do this. You can get um, experience points or character points that you can use to level up specific skills, right? So it doesn't have to be done in one lump sum um, you could earn like one character point and say, ooh, I'm going to put that into my um, dexterity because I'm doing a really go- good job titrating. Um, and I want, that's my like special skill. I want to be the person in lab that like does the experiment because I'm really good at that. Um, 
so earning XP, earning character points is sort of one way that you level up. Um, and then I, the other branch for me is um, not tied specifically to experience points, but is by completing milestones. Hmm. So on one side, you have sort of like, I get experience points for doing things. And the other side for me is I've completed some milestone that the campaign deemed was important. And when that happens, I get to level up or level up a skill. Um, and I, which one do you think I lean towards, John? I don't know. Um, I, I think that, that you've expressed an interest in sort of both of these in the past. I think um, I have too. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, my... I'm not really sure. You, I think you like both of them. I, I wonder if you've thought about ways to integrate them, right? Well, that's what I'm starting to right. think about kind right of now. Milestones for one thing. XP's for another. XP for the other. Right. Yeah. You know, because the the avatar that a character that a student creates is that thing that you're gonna level up through experience points. Right? Right. Right. And uh, you know, and the hope is that the avatar's skill set improves uh, you know, commensurate with the actual player learner, right? Right. You know? now, right. I like the kind of milestones approach. That's the one right. I prefer when I play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I like that better because, one, it it better integrates the the campaign experience with the playing experience, right? Right. Like, uh, you know, I do this, I do this, I do this, I reach this milestone, and I have changed. Right. Right, and because I've changed, or I have, or I have. In a classroom setting, right? I've learned a new skill. I've learned right. a new strategy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's that's what I that's what I mean by I have changed, right? right? That I am now different because this thing I couldn't do. I can now do, right? right. Um, I I used to not understand. The. The notion that, the interior angles of a triangle work a certain way right. and they always work a certain way now i understand it so in a set that's a very small milestone but you understand that you know right. that it speaks to the general yeah. principle right of course. Yeah. you know i now understand how to use this wide assortment of chemistry equipment right so this kind of equipment i've reached this kind of milestone i've demonstrated i have mastery of it i've leveled right. up in it right right um and and by doing so, that unlocks for me the opportunity to to grow in other ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all about I sort of unlocking, right? Right. When, right. when we think about the and games I, we play. And I think, um, you know, sort of as I was talking about these two branches, the idea of character points. So I finished the um, Call of Cthulhu video game over break. Oh, yeah. Um, priorities. Um, it's important to have them. <laughs> um, and it's not quite, I mean, it's based on the, the role-playing game, but you sort of earn character points as you play that you can pick which trait to put into. Um, and there's something quite nice about that immediate satisfaction. Yep. Of, ooh, I've done like enough little baby things that I have a character point that I can choose to put into psychology or strength or, um, so I think 
I think it depends on what goals you're doing, what goals you've set for the lesson, what skills you've set for your for your students, your your players. Um, but I think a mix of the two could be really interesting. Agreed. Of you know, um, earning maybe character points as you go to help with some skill development. Yep. And then completing milestones, bosses, if you will, that we're going to talk about in episode eight. Right. Um, completing bosses that help you, you know, work towards leveling up your whole character. That's right. Yeah. 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 Because if you think about the character as, uh, you know, as an as an, an assemblage of skills. Right. An assemblage of uh, of statistics and abilities, as we talked about in episode three, right? Then right. you want to make sure that your lesson design and what you're doing in class hits or targets these different skills and abilities, uh, you know, in a thoughtful way. Right. Okay. No, I'm not really working on that right now. I'm working on this instead, right? And in some respects, it's very similar to what professional development. For, for teachers should look like, right? right. I'm, I'm going to level up my student leadership practice for the next three years. Right. So I'm not going to do a lot of work on becoming a curriculum leader. Right. Because I'm doing student leadership, right? Stop. Are you suggesting that we only focus on one thing in our professional development instead of <clears throat> the 10,000 things that the school thinks we should? I think it's better to... I'm just to being ha- sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you've actually been you've actually been in a school where you reported to me, right? And where I did PD, right? So there is right. a certain degree of which was which refreshing was, and lovely. Oh, you're very kind. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, there's always going to be that push and pull tension, right? right? Because there's always a lot that that thoughtful people want to accomplish, right? But my sense is that the the bandwidth to do really good, meaningful yes. work is narrow. And so if you try to cram too much into it, everything gets jammed at the bottleneck. And so nothing really gets accomplished, right? So it's like my primary goal is X and I'm mindful that there are these secondary goals, right? right? But really what I'm working on right now is charisma, and so right. strength and dexterity are, by definition, going to be secondary, right? Right. If you try to make everything primary, nothing's primary. Correct. Right? And then you're, you're finished, right? Your characters are finished. Your learners are finished. If you PD that way for faculty, they're finished. They have no idea what's important. And they have no idea what the institution cares about. And so right. the institution appears to care about nothing. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I hit I hit this point over and over and over again. Like, you have jammed too much into the pipeline, so we're not going to do anything new until we clear the pipeline. Yeah. Right. I'm not putting anything else in it. It's just gonna. There's no draino for this other than time, and work. Right. And so that's preach. just the way it has to be. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> preach. Right. Sorry, I got sidetracked on the PD part. But but it's the same thing, right? You know, I, it is. I just it's so. I feel I I can't be alone in thinking that for teachers, the yearly cycle of professional development is overwhelming. Can be because we are asked to think most of the time. We are asked to think about so many different things. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. And instead and, of actually focusing on one right meaningful task. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, this is this is a universal truth. I, I'm sure every teacher listening to this podcast at this point is shaking their head so vigorously. You know, <laughs> they're they're about to they're about to dash their brains against their brain, uh, you know, the 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 their their skull. Their skull. Thank you. Skull was the word I was looking for. Skull. Words. Such an interesting such an interesting way to communicate. I like words. Yeah. But um Yeah, I mean we we you know to 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 uh, you know to say, to segue or to go you know off message for you know for a moment when when I left Swickley in 2016 and came to my new my new gig there was so much jammed into the pipeline yeah uh, and hard stuff let's use maker methods in in classrooms right well nobody knows how to do that right that's that's a three to five year project right at you, least right that isn't oh we're gonna do it and we're gonna be done at Thanksgiving yeah right um you know let's talk about social emotional learning not at the same time that we're talking about maker no Right? No. Both of these things are ridiculously hard. Right. Right? So, all right, we're building a $40 million building. We'll do Maker first. Right. Right? Because we're not building a $40 million building to social-emotional learning. We're building right. one about engineering. We're building two giant Maker spaces. You know, brand new science labs. Hurrah! Hurrah! We're building a whole new engineering program. Okay, we'll focus on those things. Just right? do those. Right? So I'm going to bring it back. Yeah, please. Wait, I'm bring please, it back. please, yeah. So we just lost our minds, right? Because of all these professional development demands. I think it's important to think about that when you're designing. For kids. A, for kids, <laughs> right? We're adults. <laughs> Don't put so much in, right? Yep. That the kids feel like this. That they, there should be a, there should be a clear target, a clear goal. Right. For kids, right? right? They shouldn't feel like they have so many possibilities that everything sort of gets watered down into being meaningless. Right. And this is where milestone leveling is going to be more helpful to you as a designer. That's what I think. Right. Yeah. Because the right. experience point way starts to be a little bit about beans in a beans in a cup, right? Right. Right. Well, how do I manipulate this game? So I can get all the XP points. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So you could do it that way, but I, I'm not sure that I would. You know, you know. Right. I, I think, frankly, in modern game design, you get a lot more of that milestone stuff. You know, D and D is still informed by the fact that it's a 45 year old game. Right. Right. Other games do it do it differently. Right. Um, but there's an option in D and D where you can do milestones. Right. Right. Yeah, you don't. That's how I DM. Yeah. You you complete this. You get your next level. Yeah, it's not D and D's instinct to do that. Correct. Right, but I think it's my instinct to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this is why I, I'm I'm more interested in more modern systems, right? right. Because I think that they uh, they think more carefully about what the experience of learning and growth is. Right. Right, and so you kind of you you, you kind of you go from big leap to big leap to big leap. You know. Uh, mesa to mesa to mesa rather than sort of this cross-country skiing approach right? right you know where i'm okay i'm just i'm gonna keep on going and then at some I'm point just going and going ding yeah. Ding, dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 ding yeah 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 
Um, okay, I'm going to get weird for a second. Rocket. Because as you know, um, I'm designing a gamified class yes. with um, one of my colleagues. Yes. And we sort of just started talking about, before break, we had just started talking about bosses and, you know, how are, it's sort of, it's all become one conversation. Bosses, leveling, what are we doing? Right. Um, and set collection is floating around in my head. Um, a board game mechanic. So a board game mechanic. Yeah, okay. So we're teaching a global studies class, and we're going to have like a number of units. Yes. Um, well, a number of areas of study. So, for example, things like migration, environment, commodity chains, and things like that. Yep. Um, and we also are trying – one of our goals is the interconnectedness of everything. Yes. Right, because it's global studies, right? If yeah. you do something over here in migration, that's because of climate or yeah. they're migrating to work in a factory or, yeah. you know, right? Everything yeah. is yeah. tangled. Yeah. Understanding um, the web, understanding the interconnections is far more important than the nodes. Right. Right. It's not about the nodes. It's about the network. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I totally agree with you. But I've been thinking in my head of some sort of set collection mechanic. Yep. That players students would use to progress from like certain quests to other quests yeah like you would need to have like like a migration and an environment and a commodity chain to do this quest and i don't know what those things are called yet right yeah. like i don't know what like you know like a flower for the environment or something i yeah. don't know what they are yeah but like they would have to sort of like do quests and collect things yep and then the number of things they have would allow would open up other quests. Yeah, that's that, that's very that's very much what sort of content leveling would look like. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we'll come this back to it. This has just been like yeah, this has been spinning in my brain. <clears throat> yeah, you're basically ta- you're basically talking about a tech tree, right? Yeah. Right, like you'd get in Civilization or you'd get in one of those kind of games, right? Similar, yes. Yeah. But we were going to design bosses. Yep. So that they have to be completed cooperatively. Absolutely. That there's no way a single player could beat the boss. Right. That is what... Because, again, one of our goals is, like, we can't solve global issues alone. We have to work with a network of others. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When when you think about boss fights, those are, are by definition, team-based challenges. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that a boss is opposed by a team, a guild, a uh, uh, y- y- you know a, c- a collaboration, whatever you want to call right. it, you know group work. I wouldn't call it group work because I wouldn't call it group yeah, work. But no. but but you know, <laughs> if, if we both made the same distasteful face yeah, right. at the same time, group work. Nah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't like these pickles. You know, Co- collaboration nation. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, well, yeah. When 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 I did this, right. <clears throat> I called them ALTs, Accountable Learning Teams. Oh. Alts, okay? Basically, yeah. before any boss battle, I would tell a group of students who wanted to work on it together, you have to write me a group contract. Okay. How are you going to hold each other accountable right. for the work, and what is your process going to be? Right. Okay? Because some of these bosses were hard, and they took a long time, Right. And as soon as the group contract was set and they were like, 
yeah, we are prepared to bind ourselves to this. Yeah. Fine. I will sign it and you can begin. But you can't start without that. You can't do this project alone and you have to agree to what your procedures are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean that's good a good skill set for kids to have too. Totally. Yeah. Right? How do I hold myself accountable? Right. When I'm part of a team. How do I yeah. how do I productively hold my teammates responsible when I'm part of a team? These are not skills that are generally taught. Mm-mm. And no. uh, they're they're not taught in school, they're taught in the workplace. Right? Right. And and they're only taught by experience, right? And only if someone, if you're not very good at it, only if someone takes an interest in helping you get better at it. Right. You know, gee, John, maybe what you should do is ask those questions in your own head and let the sense of the room come together on its pace rather than your pace. Right. Oh, okay. I I, I can do that. I I hadn't thought about that, but I can definitely, you know, monitor my airtime better. I'll I'll try to do that. Right. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here's my next question about leveling characters. This is something that in my brain I think about a lot. Um, So, you know, we were talking about working in the lab. Yep. Um, I'm hopeless in the lab. Okay. Shocking. I'm a chemistry teacher. Terrible at lab. <laughs> um, all my research was like calculation, theoretical. Right. Till I got to grad school that I had to do lab work. Ugh. Um, <laughs> ugh. Uh, so I think what's floating around in my head is can you level up in things that you're not good at? Mm. Right? Like Yeah. My my answer is like y- yes. Yes. But but you level up yeah. more slowly. Right? Or maybe you never reach the Uh-huh. Right? So maybe my level is like C level lab work. Uh-huh. And that's right? okay. It's still passing. Yep. It's okay. It's still passing. Yep. Right? Because my theoretical work is A level. Correct. And that's um, what you care about. And that's well, what I mean, you, that's what Tracy cares well, yeah, about. Right, right. Yeah. Well, Just, we have to be careful, I think, that we design, right, the learning environment, the, the mission and goals. Right. So that there are enough things to care about that everyone can be right. successful. I mean, I don't think I should have an F in lab work and still be maybe passing the class. Right. But... You can't... You can't be incompetent at a skill and right. continue forward right. you have to reach a, a a level of competence right so maybe like a threshold level correct correct yeah. and you have to decide whatever that is right right yeah the, the the challenge here tracy is that you're you're really starting to think a little bit about assessment Yes, okay. I know. That's I told you, and I keep making this gesture. You, no one can see this, but John. It's great I keep for radio. This gesture with my hands, <laughs> where like things are tangled together, right? It's like Cthulhu hands. Yeah, um, yeah. It is all tied is together, the, right? This is the problem that um, Michael Ann and I are having as we talk about um, 
our gamified class, right? Because then suddenly we're talking about assessment and we're trying to decide how we're going to grade students. Right. And we're having these like amazing conversations yep. about what is an assessment, how do we grade it, right? how do, you know, and, and we came from totally different points of view. Yeah. Right? And she explained her way and I explained, because she was like, you're talking about pass fail. And I said, no, I'm not. I'm talking about this. And by the end of the conversation, we were each on the other person's side. Yeah, that's how it I always like, works, now right? I want, now I want to do it your way. And she's like, no, your way is better. <laughs> Classic. But like, we couldn't talk about leveling without talking a little bit about assessment. Indeed, you can't. Because right. not everyone is going to get to the A level, maybe. In everything. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> hmm. Let me come at this from two angles, okay? Yeah. So I've talked in the past on this podcast about my own gaming experience of a, a role-playing game called Rollmaster that I was a huge, yes. huge, huge fan of, okay? One of the things I loved best about it was its very complex skill system. Okay. Ridiculously complex, hopelessly, hopelessly over-complex, right? But I <laughs> loved it, okay? And the people I was playing with loved it too, right? Now... Here's why it's complicated. You've got, I don't know, 250 skills, 300 skills. For every player character class, they had their own sheet with every single skill that you could buy pointed out, costed for that character. Okay. Okay. So... For a barbarian class, uh, right. one-handed weapons of all kinds, you could buy two levels per. You could buy two skill levels per character level, and they okay. were ridiculously cheap. Right, right. the first one cost one point, and the second one ah. cost two points. Okay, right. So ridiculously easy. Okay, but for that character. Buying, uh, buying a level of using ritual magic, right, would cost, cost twenty five points, and yes. you could only buy one level, but right. you could buy it. Yes. Okay, now for the wizard, it's the reverse, right? right. Ritual magic costs one and then three for the second level because you can buy two, right. but if I want to learn how to use, uh, you know, uh, any melee weapon. It's cost eight. Right. Right. So I'm never going to be very good at it, but I can probably get to a point where I could defend myself to not be killed if for some reason I was in an anti-magic field. Right? Right. So my perspective is you should always be allowed to work on everything and you should have the expectation to work on everything. Right? I, 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 I I have an injury from a surgery. So I'm doing f- right. physical therapy. And the physical therapists, some of the younger folks, they're like the PT assistants, will basically show me how to do a complex shoulder exercise. And it's like, and pop, 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 and do it. I, and I look at them and I like, <laughs> I, look, I don't, I am not a person who has lived his life living in his body. I've lived my life in my mind. Right. You have to go slower slow and you have to show me 
when you say, well, just do this. I don't even know what that means. I don't know. I don't know what those muscles are. I don't know how to do that. Right. And it's clearly frustrating to these 22 year olds who are like, come on, (laughs) fat old guy, do it. Right. I'm like, "I, I don't know what to do, you know. And but I can get to a point where I can do it. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like a PT doing it. Yeah. So the question becomes, what do you care about? That's what you're assessing. Okay. Right. Now, it's not about pass fail. It is about saying, what is the threshold of competence? Okay. Correct. Now, because we live in a world where uh, 130 years ago, inspired by, uh, in, by industrialization... We created this ridiculous and indefensible system, A, B, C, D, E, A, B, C, D, F. Okay. It literally makes no sense. It reports nothing of value. It should be eliminated. Okay. But no school will do that because they don't have, they don't have a proposal. What's the alternative (laughs) going to be? Right. Right. You don't just get rid of a system unless you've got a viable alternative. You don't want to do this anymore? Fine. Start with showing me what the alternative is. Okay, so if you if you say A, B, C, D, F, eh, doesn't make any sense. Threshold grading. What does that mean? If you get over the threshold, <clears throat> is that an A? Right. Is it a B? Is, is, uh, is, a, is a B the threshold? These are the conversations that we're right, having, that right. Glenn and I are having. Right. Now, from yeah. a video game perspective, it's never about A, B, C, D. It's always about, well, do you have just barely enough skill right. to overcome the boss? <laughs> well, if you Thank do... Thank you for recognizing my video game right. play strategy. Just barely right. enough skill. Just barely. On the 57th try. That's right. That's right. You know... Um, the game doesn't care how long it takes for you to get those skills. Right. The boss will always wait for you. Yes. Right? Um, that doesn't work always in a school. Right. Right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So that becomes part of the challenge. Right? right. Because it doesn't, it's not how schools are are structured. Right? Yes. When I did this, um, I said, if you accomplish the threshold... And you will, because it's not cruelly designed, right? right? I'm just going to define that as an A. Because why do I want, you know, you you need to have enough skill to be able to accomplish these goals. If you can accomplish them, you've accomplished them. What is the value in gradating that accomplishment into A, B, C, or D? In, In our work, Tracy, there are plenty of times when you and I have done A work, B, C, D, and F work. Yeah. Right? But you don't get fired for D unless it's always no. D. Right. Right? It, you know, if you're not competent, you're going to be sacked. If you're competent, you're not going to be rewarded with, uh, you know, huge opportunities. But you'll get some. Yeah. You know? And if you're really good, opportunities will... will uh, you know, will will exist and be created unless there are other realities about the institution where you work for, right? Correct. That 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 prevent that for whatever reason, right? right. Um, so it's it's very challenging, 
because it's extremely right, challenging. You have a master's degree, and yet you say you're terrible at lab work. Yes. In a field, <laughs> in a field that, in the popular imagination, is all mad science. Right. Well, I mean, I did, and I did have to do lab work to earn that master's. Right. So right. I'm competent in the lab. Right. So, isn't this about threshold grading, competence grading? Yeah. Okay. And therefore, isn't leveling about establishing competency? From yes. So I mean, this is part of the conversation that right. we had. Right. 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 Which then turned into, is that the same as pass fail? Right. And I said, well, maybe someone levels slower than someone else, right? Yeah. Maybe for John, this quest takes a day because of the skill set that he comes in with, right? And for me, it takes two days or three days. Yes. Maybe. Um, maybe. Maybe. The hope um, is that by the end of the day, just because of the way you've designed what a character is, that right. I need eight days to accomplish strength tests two days intelligence tests, 12 days dexterity tests, and nine days charisma tests. That's 38 days. Oh, right. my colleague, my fellow student who's on my team with me also right. needs 38 days. They just aren't right. the same days. Right. Right. That, that's what it should be if everyone is more or less near each other in terms of their capacities. Right? That's the Problem. And that's the problem, right? That's where differentiation has to come in. Right. Right. We're teaching a class for, um, now I feel like this should be a whole other episode where we just talk about this class with Michael Ann. Which we will um, do. But we're going to have, which we will do, but we're going to have ninth through 12th grade in the class. Ninth graders and 12th graders and everything in between, yeah. different ability levels. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to see how it works, right? I know. I know. Yeah. So sorry, I got everyone sidetracked, but. Yeah. No, no, these are, these are I valuable questions. And I think these are the things that are going to come up yeah. as people are starting to do this work, right? You sort of, you know, okay, we're going to work on our characters today and what, what skills and leveling and, right. oh, but we're not. Now we're talking about assessment. Oh, what kind of bosses are we going to have? Wait, right. Back to leveling. Right. Is that, really, is that really the skill that we value or is it really this other skill that we value? Yeah. 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 So don't be scared of the Cthulhu hands that get all tangled together. Right. Because... It's going to happen. Right. As I've said in earlier episodes, and as Tracy has said, uh, you know, in, in, in her work on this podcast, game-based learning is one tool among many to try to, uh, you know, quote-unquote, slay the dragon of, uh, of uh, meaningful, sustainable, instructional reform. It's not going to change everything. It's not the panacea. It doesn't fix all problems. It sometimes creates problems that you would have been better not yeah. served, not creating, <laughs> right? Don't do that method for this thing, right? Yeah. But it can help. And it, it certainly helps us to reflect very deeply on assessment practice. because Very what, deeply. Right. And our own philosophies. And Correct. Our, I, I mean, it's... Correct. It's, yeah, profoundly reflective that's right the work that michael Ann and i have been doing yeah 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 at the end of the day what i care about is students leaving my school with a wide range of abilities and strengths having been maximized right. and exactly and weaknesses yeah. 
having been identified and skills developed to compensate for them. Okay. Yep. Yes. You, you know, Tracy, you might you might recall in PD meetings that you know that you and I have had, uh, you know, that I I will sometimes uh, remind teachers that what I really want you to be working on is your strengths. Right. Right. I, I know what your weaknesses are, and so do you. And you can you can work to mitigate them, but I'm never going to be a physical therapist. <laughs> right. So why would I right. why would I push on through that? Right. Now, right. that doesn't mean that I can't be, uh, you know, healthier and I can't have a more fit body right. and blah, blah, threshold. blah. Right. Right. You know, that's a not what we're talking threshold. about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that maybe, you know, what last year might have taught me is that I'm below my physical competency threshold <laughs> and I need to put more experience points in that, you know, quit writing <laughs> books, start yeah. riding a bike, you know. Um, <laughs> And on and on, right? So, so the 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 challenge is, well, m- maybe you want to think about this. If if you really care about ABCD, then you've got to you've got to use the first method of experience points, where you're maybe accumulating so. yeah. experience points, right? And, and, that and you're saying, grade. yeah, and yeah. you're saying, look, if you get eighteen thousand experience points, you're going to get an A. And right. if you get nine thousand, you're going to get a D. Yeah. And uh, and it's super granular, and students will have spreadsheets and bup bup bup, and that's okay. It's yep. it's a way, right? It's a way. And, and for our colleagues, you might, yeah. you might work at a school that demands Precisely. that you give A B C D. I think there's other ways to give A B C D E. Yep. Um. But you know, because we've been talking about, I don't know that we. I mean, I think that I work at a school that we're going to have to give. A, B, C, D, F. I think I said A, B, C, D, E last time. You did. I, I did the same thing earlier. <laughs> um, so we're trying to figure out how we can mirror that, but also, I think, do some threshold work. and Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, it, it, it may be that the game is a, is a piece of process-based learning and that the actual grade comes from the creation of uh, of network maps right right or it comes from reflective journaling right right that is a kind of you you're not grading the game now you're grading the meta right 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 okay show me what you think the network between migration water uh, technology environmental change and uh, and Bitcoin yes. is. <laughs> Show me what right. you think it is. Right, right. Okay, those are your topics. Those are on the outside of the network. Okay, they're they're in the, they're in the, they're somewhere. Right? right. Show me how they map, and through what do they map? Right. Right. Okay. Well, you'd hope that at the beginning of the class it would be not so good, and at the end it would be rather end. more detailed. Right. Right. Well, maybe you maybe in the process of doing the game, they develop a greater capacity to do that kind of network analysis. Social right. and political and cultural network analysis. Exactly. And they can show that to you. And so what you grade is that. Right. Right. And uh, the leveling experience gives them a character and an avatar and an opportunity to have some fun with learning and to direct their learning in their own way. And it focuses on strength and helps them to learn things about themselves. But the character isn't getting the grade. The learner who's represented by the avatar is getting the grade. 
Right. Right. I mean, you know, maybe something like that. I think I think that's what's going to happen. I'll report back. I look forward to that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about content level. Okay. So uh, back when I first started doing this, uh, I created a course called America 3.0, which was essentially about the history of the United States from, say, Apollo, uh, okay. you know, the uh, the Apple One, uh, right, right. you know, uh, uh, the Chicago Democratic Convention. You know, when did things become so disrupted, right? Yeah. The late 1960s and early 1970s, right? You know, there's a reason why Apollo, uh, the, um, um, the Macintosh, uh, Richard Nixon, uh, Stonewall, birth control, on and on and on, all sort of came at the same time, okay? And what they did was they massively disrupted American society and moved it towards a, a, trend, a, a, a time of transformation where we're going to have to learn how to live in a new kind of country, right? Okay. That's where we are right now. This starts in the 1960s. In 2016, 17, 18, 19, uh, we're 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 at the we're at the end of that sort of transitional period. All right. So the, the course was essentially American history from 1970 to the present. Rather, what is that? Something is making an offensive oh, noise good grief. with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, momentarily had a. Had a, you like, get to edit that out. Yeah, I'll so. have to edit, or I'll, maybe I'll just leave it. Why not? Uh, <clears throat> I said, look, how do you understand this from a content perspective? I thought there's you have to understand things from a content perspective, and you have to be able to do things from a skills perspective. Okay, I'm not going to okay. talk about yep. skills at all, only content. Okay, because just content. I didn't level skills; I only leveled content. Content. Okay. Okay. So, what I did was. I looked at history and I said, I think this age can be understood from six different lenses. Politics, culture, social change, uh, economics and finance, you know, money, labor, Mm -hmm. right? The foreign policy of the United States and technology change. Okay. So in order to make progress in the class, you're going to have to develop a command of content in all of these areas, okay? Because okay. these are the areas by which you could best understand what's happening, okay? Okay, yep. And the leveling tree for knowing, the knowing tree, as I called it, okay, was like a Christmas tree, okay? I expect you to have a firm foundation in all of these areas, okay? Yep. That was level 1 through 20, Okay. In each of these areas, they had 20 levels, okay? Was this a, a trimester, a semester? It was a, a semester-long class. Okay, okay, thank you. And this model was a little overloaded, okay? okay. I had to nerf it because it was um, it was too demanding, okay? Okay. But this is the basic principle. What, I, sure. what I'm yeah, saying yeah. would work aces in a year-long class or in a two-trimester class. Okay. Okay. It just didn't work in a semester class. All right. Right. So, ba- a basic command of all six. Okay. Which okay. would be level one through twenty. Okay. Then you've got ever more narrow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I expect you to have 
level 20 in all six, level 30 in four, mm-hmm. level 50 in two, and level 101. Right. Okay. So you're specializing. You specialize, as historians yep. do. Okay? Yes. So, um, let me give the example of the, of the unit in social change. Okay? Okay. So, the first five levels read something like this. Gather, and you know, you've done massively multiplayer online role-playing games. Yep. Go and gather me eight sticks. Go and kill nine orcs. Whatever, right? Right. Okay. So, they basically work like that. Go and gather six pieces of evidence that help me understand, or that help you understand, the state of women's rights in the United States in mm-hmm. 1975. Okay? <clears throat> or between 1960 and 1975. Or 1965 and 1980, something like that, right? Right. Okay. Well, that's a very clear instruction. Gather it. Right. All right. And what could it be, Mr. Cassie? It could be anything. It could be laws. It could be photographs. It could be television programs. It could... Anything is a piece of data. Gather it so that I can see whether you can do data gathering. Right. Okay? And then once you show it to me, I want you to do something with it that a historian would do. Right? Make a series of tweets, write a short paper, write a little song, bup, 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 do something. All right? And it was all about this data gathering. So gather, 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 gather. Then it was interpreted in this way, interpreted in this way, interpreted in this way. Okay? And then the okay. boss is asking you to synthesize. Okay. Okay? So uh, the political boss at level 10. I'm sorry, the foreign policy boss at level 10 read like this. Support the following statement. At no point was the Vietnam War winnable. Okay. Well, well, what if we don't agree with that? I understand you may not, right? I'm asking you to take a stance because historians take stances. And if you're going to be good at this, you have to be able to stand in your position and articulate your position and also stand in your opponent's position and articulate theirs. Right. right. So it does. I could have just as easily framed the question, support the question, support this statement. The Vietnam War was winnable at any point until the end of, until the fall of Saigon. It's an it's an equally legitimate question. Okay. Yeah. Now, in each of these areas, I tried to be very very granular. Tell me about women. Tell me about African Americans. Tell me about Latinos. Tell me about gay Americans. Tell me about Native Americans. Okay. In in uh, in politics, it was you, you know, t- tell me how the Democratic Party ran this campaign and this campaign and the Republicans this and this and this. Right. Um. Very very finely tuned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and of increasing sophistication as you moved up to level twenty. Okay. Okay. So. That requires you to think about your curriculum at a level of detail and specificity yeah. that virtually no one does. Okay. Right. And when I say to folks, 
well, I'd love to do this. Uh, you know, they telling me this on June 15th. I'd love to do this in in September. Like, it's not possible. Yeah. You need you need 300 hours of planning. Right. You need 100 hours of thinking <laughs> before you even plan. Right? right? You know, I did all of this work when, when uh, my partner was living in San Francisco. And I was just up visiting him. So winter break, he would go to work. And, and you would and I would no- I would noodle around San Francisco yeah. and I would think. And mm-hmm. when spring break came, he would go to work. I would walk down to the local cafe with my laptop. I would write for eight hours. We'd have dinner, lather and right. repeat. Right? Yep. And then I kept working in the summer and executed the class in September. Right? right. Um, so it's about hyper granular and then synthesizing questions okay right um so uh you know the the level 100 boss that you needed to defeat in order to win to win the win the game get the a in the class would synthesize across the entirety of the class right okay so the social change level 100 would read something like this choose a social construct like family marriage Adolescence, work, okay, gender, Mm -hmm. okay, explicate how it has changed since 1960 to now, and then speculate using good data on how you think this institution might continue to transform over the next 25 years. So this is what the people at RAND do. Right. Right. Take a bunch of data, project it forward. How likely is X based on Y? Okay. Super hard. And did you use, sorry, I'm going back to assessment for a second. Was it threshold? Like you met the requirements? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So then how far you got in your tree was what determined your grade. Right. Right. So the higher I got in my tree, the better the that's right letter grade would be. That's yeah, right. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and the day to day process worked like this. They would gather data and show it to me. And mm-hmm. I would say, yes, this is valid data for what you're trying to do. Because if you know, if you gave me a, a you know, a three minute clip of Leave It to Beaver about gender. Well, leave it to beavers from the fifties. It doesn't count, right? Right. right. I, my, my, you, you've you've gone earlier than my dead my my earliest date, right? Right. Oh, you think this is about African Americans? Eh, actually, it's about African Canadians. Right. Yeah. So close, but not really a piece of data. So you'd either get an A, which was authorized to level, or an N, not authorized to level. Okay. And if you got an N, I would tell you why. Right. Okay, this thing isn't right, that isn't right, that isn't right, right? So it became more about coaching than it was about about direct right. instruction, right? Yeah. Because as long as you have found good data, I don't care what it is. Because I'm not right. going to privilege laws over a song by Madonna. Right. And I'm not going to privilege uh, Microsoft technology over understanding how the Dow Jones average works. Right. Right. So that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, 
And, it and was, I know you said yeah. you were only going to talk about content. Yep. But again, Cthulhu hands complexity. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. You can't talk about content without... I mean, you mentioned a number of skills, data gathering and... Right. Totally. And it seems like, you know, implied was that they were writing essays or... Yeah. Um, so yeah. so b- basically what, what, what the structure looked like. How do you get an A in America 3.0? You attain level 100 in one knowledge tree. Mm-hmm. You earn 50,000 experience points in skill tree. In the doing... Ah, so they had a separate skill correct. tree. Correct. In the doing okay. tree... The knowing yep. tree and the doing tree. In the doing yeah. tree, you earn 50,000 experience points. Okay. And you earn 25 achievements. And could a single assignment get you points in the knowing and the doing tree? No, because they're fundamentally different work. Okay. Okay. One is acquiring content knowledge, mm-hmm. but not applying it in any way. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's knowledge acquisition in the abstract. Okay. Okay. Oh, I know who the vice president, the Lincoln's first vice president was Hannibal Hamlin. Knowledge right. acquisition. Who cares? Okay. That's the doing tree. Here's why okay. Hamlin matters. Bup, 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 right. Bup, right? Okay. Uh, I understand uh, the, the fundamental difference between the plant kingdom and the bacterial kingdom in biology. Who cares? Oh, well, let me do something with it okay. and I'll show you why it matters. Okay. So there was a high wall between the two. Okay. Okay. Um, and so gathering yeah. evidence was knowing, not doing. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And I understand that that feels like it yeah, isn't the high I, wall. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, but in, in this case, uh, I defined it as different. Okay. Right. A gathering task is simply acquiring knowledge. Right. Okay. Sure, sure. And interpreting it, smashing it together, mixing it up, yep. making an infographic, doing. writing right. some whatever. So right? it's, um, does, so um, the assumption that I'm making then is everyone pretty much has a threshold level competency in the gathering. Right. Because it's a great, it's not a skill worth, <coughs> worth leveling because we're students that already know this skill. Right. It's a grade everyone 12 has, class. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. For so a great, this is an easy, yeah. Yeah. Trivial. Yeah. yeah. For grade nine, it has to be, it would be fundamentally different. Right. Right. Maybe that is part of the do tree, the gather. Yeah. Yeah. And, right. and how knowledge is acquired becomes a more scaffolded experience, right? Right. The first right, 10 sure. levels are sort of like a start zone. Yeah. Right. Here's how you here's how you push button 2 in order to make your weapon swing. Right. Right. Whereas I'm like, all right. Oh god, you know you know I love an intro quest. Totally, right? It's my dream. Right. Um, <laughs> um I'm I'm assuming you've already gone through the uh, vanilla version of the game and now we're in the second expansion right. pack. Right, right, right. Oh, you know how to do all that, so we're just going to drop right in there. Grade 9 through 11. Yeah, That's grade right. 9 through 11 was... Right, yeah. Yeah, was vanilla wild. Yeah. And now you're in BC, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know that you're not a WoW player, but uh, you can play the first 20 levels of the game free, and when you find yourself... I did play it for one weekend. Uh, did you play the Panda starting area? No, I was like just 
stabbing goblins is all I remember. So you were an orc? I don't know what I was. Okay, it doesn't no, matter. I wasn't. I wouldn't have picked an orc. <clears throat> oh, it doesn't. I was in it, like a big grassy area. Oh, you were uh, a tauren? Maybe. A, a cow person? And I was just like, that's the sound my sword made. Yeah. You guys can't see me stabbing John. Yeah. Ow. Ow. Uh, yeah. The um, <laughs> the last uh, the last starting area for a new race to be brought into the game was something called the Wandering Isle. Okay. The, the panda start area, dynamite. And you're a panda. Yeah, you play a panda. Uh, you play a pandaren. Yeah. 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 I love pandaren. They have a great dance. Um, <laughs> in any case, uh, <laughs> so so yeah, the, the, they're they're they were they were distinct. They were different. Right. Right. Okay. Right. And achievements was going to the point about risk-taking. You've got your hand up, okay. Ms. Wozniger. I just remind me to say something at the end. I will. I'm going to write it down. Okay. Um, so I wanted folks to acquire content that was meaningful to the class in question, learn how to do stuff with it that the historian does, and right. I created a system of achievements which was about taking risks and stretching. Okay. Right. Uh, you know... Gather data from social media, gather, gather data from television, gather data from a movie, gather data from interviewing another teacher who isn't me, la, 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 la. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the first student to do that would get a class first. Okay. And then they would get the achievement. So that basically, if you're the first one to do a thing, you, you get, get two little... points rather than one. So it yep. encouraged students to be very creative. And, uh, you know, we've talked about achievements in the past. Achievements, students go bananas for achievements. I have no right. idea why. Right? Um, it's literally well worth so that, nothing. Right. That's what my hand raise was about yep. because you were saying the Pandaren, right? That's the what they're Pandaren, called. yep. Have the best dance, right? They, sh- they have a great dance. Yep. So I was in DDO, um, Dungeons and Dragons Online, right? The different um, races have different dances, right? <clears throat> Everyone has two dances. And my favorite by far is the half elf dance. Because um, it's super perky and she's like a cheerleader. She's great. Yep. Um, so what I was going to talk about was like achievements or badges yep. or fun add-ons that you could add to leveling yep. that don't mean anything. Oh, yeah. Right? Like they're just a fun, silly thing. Run, don't walk. Included in everything. Yeah. yeah. Right? They could be, I mean, any little weird thing that kids might totally. like or... Yeah, like you're the first one to do this, you get this, or you know, you get first dibs on, you know, marker choice when we're writing, when we're working stuff on the board. Like any stupid little right. meaningless achievement or extra right. seemingly thing, meaningless, seemingly meaningless, but to, right. for some reason to students, right? I have never encountered a class at any grade level. That doesn't go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for achievements. Yeah. Right? Yeah, my go-to prize lately has been first dibs at donuts. Right. Like, everyone gets the donuts, but if you win, you get to pick first. (laughs) Right. You're the best teacher ever. I love this class so much. Right? Everyone's still getting a donut. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But it's worth it to them. Um, yeah. It's a small thing. It's a small thing. You know. And it, in my case, in this class that I designed, it, they were worth, uh, they, were, they were only worth like a checkbox. Right. A, as you were moving towards the goal of the end of the class. 
Right. Right. But getting a class first, and I would announce it on the learning management page that we used, right? So students would be would be working, and suddenly their all their computers would ding, right? Right, and they would look, and they would see that I had just observed given something someone. and given someone a class first in the thing. Yeah, that's a thing. What do you right. mean that's a that's- thing? Yeah, that's, that's a what thing. I was gonna say. Make them surprises. Correct. Right. So right. the first person who does it, right. then you make a little big deal about it, right? And then they're all like, "What? Right. What? Right. Like I published a Little list mystery. of like. That's right. I published a list of like thirty or forty, so they would see what I mean when I said achievement. But yeah. there were a hundred that I kept hitting. Right. Oh, right. that's a thing. If that's a thing, I bet this thing that's like that is also a thing. Yeah. I'm going to try it. You've just right. earned that achievement, right? Right. Um, and, you know, m- most kids got good stuff out of it. Some found it very difficult. Some yeah. didn't get much out of it. Some took the class knowing how the how it would be. Well, everyone took it knowing how it would be structured. Okay. Some found it very difficult to manage their own time. Right. right? I'm not browbeating you. Right. You use your time right. as you will. You want to focus on that? Focus on that. Be mindful you have other things. Yeah. But if that's if that's where you think you need to be, great. And again, this was for grade 12. 12. So yeah. 17, 18 year old kids. Yeah. 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 So it's important to keep that in mind. Right. Right. If you do this in in younger grades, fifth grade, fifth grade right. or whatever, you know, and, and I've I've worked with folks on doing that. I just don't teach fifth grade. Right. Right. But you can totally do this in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just looks a little different. It just bit looks a little right? different. It's scaled down. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so. Do you think that the structure um, had any negative consequences on any kids? I think for kids who are were really not good at self-management. Yeah. This kind of a structure is too. Too, it's, too open for It's them. too open. Yeah. Right. Um, and I needed to provide them with more structure. Right. It would have been better if I had been on top of that earlier. Yeah. Right. Because they they needed they needed more hand holding earlier than I gave it. Right. If that, right. If, right. I think that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And um, you know, there were some students who were very precocious and diligent and hardworking, and they actually finished. Three weeks before the class ended. Yeah. And I didn't think that would happen. So I needed to create essentially end game content. Right. Right. Um, But what's great about that is that it's actually a really useful way to differentiate. Right. Because the students who need more support can get it. The students who can work on their own can can do that. Right. And. Games, you know, video games these days, you know, particularly long, long form ones like, like DDO and WoW, most of the people playing it are playing in endgame. They're not leveling. Right. They have leveled. And now they're doing, you know, whatever they do. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, what, what, whatever moves them in the game. Right. Um, and that's just the same. All right. Well, you finished that. Look at the other five level 100 bosses you didn't do. Try to bring one of those into a gestalt that connects to your point. Yeah. Right? See if you can find ways to connect the history 
of culture to the history of politics, right? And, yeah. uh, you know, speculate on what's going forward. Or uh, you will identify these problems that are real in your community. What are we going to do to solve them? Come up with a, come up with a, a social action approach. Right. Right. Or, uh, yeah, you've done all of this great work. Here are the five books you should read now. Read them. Right. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you've got that person's interpretation in this one. And that's good enough for our purposes. But to really understand that point, here are three other people whose work will inform your perspective. Right. So read them and then go off to college and you will have in your wheelhouse a whole uh, analytical and interpretive structure right. for social history or for economic history that no one in your class is going to have. So you're going to immediately punch above your weight, right? Professors right. are going to look at you and say, dang, girl, dang, son, you know a lot. Right. And that'll open up opportunities. Right. Right. Um. I love it. Yeah. Look, folks, the work is complicated and it's hard. It's complicated. And it's hard. Yeah. I would have been far better served if I had done this as a single unit or even as part of a unit rather than jumping in as doing it as a class because I had to I had to nerf a lot of things. I had to change a lot of things in motion. Right. That made the playing and learning experience for students harder than it needed to be. Right. Okay. You know, the 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 game should be fun and smooth. And we right. all know in playing games where the rules aren't clear or yeah. the servers keep dropping, right. right? That that's not a fun experience, right? right? So it took a while to get it to where it needed to be. Um, but, you know, by, you know, probably Columbus Day, so call it six weeks, it was it was humming, right? right? But it wasn't humming before then, right? Um, you know, friends... You got a couple of models here, you know, this kind of character one that Tracy was sharing and this content one that I was sharing. I don't think one is better than the other. They could probably even be integrated, though I haven't done that. Right. Right. Um, That's what I was thinking about, yeah. integrating them. Yeah. Yeah, there has to be a way to do that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, but it's really just a way of thinking about the growth of the learner. Okay. You can think about it from within the learner. It comes an intrinsic concept, or you could think about it as I did in my class, extrinsically. You right. level by doing things that move you to ever greater command right. of a piece of content. Uh, you could even reverse it conceivably, right? You level by doing skills. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, it, I, that was just arbitrary on my part. Yeah. You know, it could have been reversed, right? Yeah. Anything else, Trace? No, I mean, my brain is all yeah. working on my class now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, listeners, our next... For the first time, I'm looking forward to going back from winter break. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll see Michael Ann and right. we can start working on this again. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, listeners, we've got two episodes left in season three. The next episode is going to build on all this stuff that we just talked about here. We're going to be talking about campaign design. How do you practically, how do you do these things? What is the, What does the work look like? How do you design a boss? 
And what I will do is unpack for you a couple of bosses that I designed for this America 3.0 class and why the question is written that way. Okay. okay. And Tracy, perhaps you Hopefully can bring... Hopefully I'll have some example bosses yeah. from yeah. the global game. Right. And yeah. if not, bring one from, from chemistry. Okay. Right. That you're like, yeah, this is really a end of semester boss. Right. Okay. That, that we can talk about and why that question is designed the way that it is why the learning experience is designed as it is, right? Yeah. So the next episode is going to be super practical. Um, and then level nine is going to... Uh, level nine. Episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> we made it! Yay! Uh, episode nine is going to be about uh, the role-playing games we think that you should play to develop your game literacy right. in, in, in role-playing games. Um, and I'm going to pick some... I'm just going to pick some stuff that's out there. Spoiler, I might pick some board games, too. Oh, you can't. Why don't you ever play by the rules? Because I can't. Because I can't. There are, there are role-playing board games. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I, I will inevitably pick one of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's for down the road. Uh, folks, thanks for listening. GameLevelLearn.com. Our Facebook group, Game Level Learn. Read, write, listen, review. Yeah, and if we, uh, let us know your thoughts. If, we, if you have a question that we didn't answer, send it to us. If you have a great idea, send it to us. Yep. Yeah. Get in our Discord channel. Ugh. Why won't you join our Discord channel? People, join the Discord. People. People, friends, Romans, join the Discord. <laughs> All right, Trace, we'll talk soon, okay? Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.